Welcome back to Sports Scene. The Pro Football Hall of Fame will induct its new members this weekend in Canton, and it is our pleasure to bring in a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He is legendary linebacker Willie Lanier from the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'm going to talk to him about a teammate that's going to go in. Willie, how are you? Thank you for doing this. I'm doing fine. How are you today? I'm doing well, Willie. Thank you. Um, you played with Johnny Robinson, you know, Southeastern Conference guy. Um, he gets in, I think a lot of people think, overdue. Uh, your thoughts on him? What kind of a player was he? He was a great player. He understood the game. He was a great leader, uh, very steady, able to protect you, and didn't make errors that would be a part of detracting from the game. So at times the word overdue is one that is used, which I understand that, but many of us will think that if you're in, you're in. And whenever it happens, you can be acknowledged and you're present with family and friends to enjoy it. It's a heck of a day for you. So you know, that's the way I would frame that. You know, uh, you're, that Kansas City Chiefs bunch with Hank Stram, I think is a bit underrated, Willie, because, you know, Len Dawson, yourself, Buck Buchanan, others. Do you think your, your era team is a bit underrated when it comes to, you know, all-time teams in the, in the league? Well, I think what can happen is that we didn't follow up the Super Bowl year with getting back to another Super Bowl or championship game. And I think that had we been able to hold together for a two- or three-year stretch or four-year stretch that you're in and out, you don't have to do it consecutively, but you are showing that you were able to hold the talent level at a very high position and get the wins as indicated by either championship play or title game play, it might have been somewhat different. But we were not able to do that. And I think that's where the effect has come from with the way that question is asked. Willie, what kind of coach was Hank Stram? He was very innovative. He understood the game. He was very competitive and always looking for the edge and the constancy of doing things that I don't think he got enough credit for, more from a defensive standpoint because we had multiple defenses that we would play and we would go from a 3-4 to a 4-3 by moving one of the tackles over the nose of the center, which would create different angles that would be beneficial to us and more negative to the offense. Uh, we could play one half to field zone, the other half to field man-to-man. But sometimes I might go 23, 25 yards deep in deep middle. So we could do a lot of things and create some complex realities that was as innovative at that time from a defensive standpoint, but I don't think Hank really got the credit for that. People talked about the things that he did from an offensive standpoint, but I thought he was equally adept at the defense also. Interesting. Um, do you enjoy going back to Canton? This is my 33rd year. <laughs> I guess you do. <laughs> I've been here 31 times. Wow. So, uh, and, and it's not just joy going back. The only person that can say welcome to a new Hall of Famer is someone who is a Hall of Famer. Your family who loves you, your friends who love you, your teammates who love you, and all of that which they can offer to you. But the only other people who understand what it really takes to get here are the rest of us. So my view is that 
the welcoming is a part of something that was important to me, and I think it's important to any of those who are able to be here because that's the the reality of what it means and how it should be expressed by your presence. That's kind of cool. I, I, I That's well said. Willie, um, do you follow the game today and uh, your thoughts on all the instant replay the league now incorporates? Well, the business is the business of being broadcast from a television standpoint. So, are you good seeing you. So, so with that, uh, the game and the technology and the ability to have replays that help benefit the game, but as well as allows the fans uh, to reflect on a, a business that you have snippets that occur every every 35, 40 seconds, and it's a four-and-a-half to five-second snippet. So you want the person who's watching to be able to appreciate and enjoy more of the game than they might just have a chance to see in real time by bringing it back, giving it to them, discussing it. And I think that's something that the fan of football really appreciates and enjoys. Okay. Willie, thank you for taking time. I know you've got a busy weekend coming up, and uh, thanks for talking about your teammate, Johnny Robinson. Really appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes, sir, Willie. Thank you. Another class act, Willie Lanier. I remember him as a kid. And, again, being a Jets fan, uh, when the Jets won the Super Bowl, the next team to win it was Kansas City. And they had Len Dawson. They had Otis Taylor. They had Buck Buchanan. They had Johnny Robinson. They had Hall of Famers. Otis Taylor, at receiver, was not a Hall of Famer, but a really good player. So, uh, you know, I like the fact that, and and I, I I guess I've changed my mind when it comes to Hall of Famers because I kind of fell into the trap that, you know, there are Hall of Famers and there are Hall of Famers. Well, of course. I mean, I'll use baseball. You know, are you going to put um, Babe Ruth in the same category, and I'm just throwing a name out here, Orlando Cepeda? But it doesn't mean Orlando Cepeda is not a Hall of Famer. It's the same thing in pro football. Just because you're in on a veterans committee doesn't mean you're not deserving of it. And Johnny Robinson was a really, really good player. So congratulations to him and thanks to his teammate, Willie Lanier, who, by the way, got off a plane and he's going to Canton. So he was kind enough to do that as well. Um, Lee says, for the icons, the singing of the alma maters at the Army-Navy game. No, um, that's not there. Matt in Orlando says, uh, Lee Corso in the wearing of the headgear. Um, you know, I think that I get it that college football fans watching that show would, would agree to that, but I don't know that it's one for college football, but it's fun when Lee Corso does that. There's no doubt um, when it comes to that. And let's be honest about it, uh, College football fans have come to find now it's going to be interesting. Urban Meyer will be here tomorrow. He's going to be on a Fox broadcast that is going to directly compete with College Game Day. So Fox Sports is going all in 
on trying to get the college audience. It'll be interesting to see, um, you know, where that'll go. Three nine two eight two five five. Email s russell at wruf.com. You got a Facebook Live? Pass it along, and Miss Bree will make sure we get it. One thirty one. Time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRU.